Hello and welcome to the PhD Life Raft podcast. I'm Emma Brzezinski and in this episode, which is our 100th episode, who would have thought that? Um, I am talking to the gorgeous Fleur Farish Edwards. So Fleur, who is an amazing member of the uh, Life Raft community, said we should do something special to celebrate 100 episodes. Um, and so I volunteered her <laughs> to do that. So she's here talking about reflecting on the podcast um but also we talk particularly around the kind of the emotional challenges of the phd and and the importance of community and reflection and fleur also introduces us to her phd life raft podcast bingo so i do hope you enjoy this episode Hi Emma. <laughs> it was a bit fun. It's been funny. Right. We have to confess right at the beginning that we know each other. Mm-hmm. I it, I have been privileged to be um part of your PhD journey um for for a good while now, and it's a couple of years now, um, which uh is amazing. Um and today this this episode is all your idea so you were saying this is the hundredth episode of the phd life raft podcast i feel like i have some poppers or something um to go yeah i mean who knew i had no idea when i started off that we'd we'd it would go this long so that's amazing and you said well let's why don't we do one to sort of celebrate that and and um what it does so i was like yes and you can do it so you have to be careful what you say to me but I'm so delighted that you said yes because it's it's what a brilliant opportunity to have a lovely chat with you um so we're going to get into that in a minute Mm -hmm. but I want to do the same as we we do we have done for the last 99 episodes in terms of starting with your journey so tell us a little bit about you and your PhD journey so far Okay, thank you. And it is really, really great to be here and I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> and I am in the messy middle. Um, oh, I'm yes. doing my professional doctorate by distance. Um, so it's not, um, doesn't, there was no sort of talk classes or anything like that. So I'm doing it remotely. Mm. And I actually started it in October 2020. So when all the kind of COVID lockdowny things were kind of unsure. and yes. um, Yeah, and it's in psychotherapy studies. Um, because I'm a counsellor um, and I teach counselling. So I'm also managing my doctorate with full-time teaching and clinical practice with clients and supervisees. Um, so, yes, yeah, so crazy busy and I'm really enjoying it and it's really not been easy at all. Um, no. there's, it's like a roller coaster, um, mm. ups and downs, um, periods of, you know, absolute excitement and delight and despair at times um and and I think yeah one of the things that kind of I wanted to come on here to sort of say as as far as my journey is concerned is that it's absolutely okay all of that because it's not meant to be easy (laughs) no no No, it's not meant to be easy and I've you know I've had um I've got married I've lost sort of bad friends and family members um, you know, there's been all sorts of stuff going on personally, yes. um, as well as sort of managing um, the sort of everything and, yes. and fitting the doctorate in. Um, and I think one of the, the things that really gave me 
a new lease in life, I suppose, as far as um, you know, the doctorate being part of my life is when I came across your stuff because I realised then that it's not just another thing that I need to fit into my week and I need to put in and, and do and, and and actually it's part of my journey. Yes. Um, and, and actually doing it is the amazing thing. Um, and one of the things that you sort of say that really sticks in my mind is that is it like sort of one percent of people do a doctorate or something? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know, and I've always done well with a master's, my degree, sort of at college and school. Um, and this is yeah, a real life changing, and I'm in it process. So already, I'm finding it life changing. <gasps> You're so awesome. You are so awesome <laughs> for so many reasons. And I, I, what I love, I just love that reminder of how emotional this journey is and that it, and, and that that's part of it. That is part of it. It is a transformational life journey, which, of course, is emotional. Um, and I, I think this this sense of kind of really embracing that and going, yeah, that's OK. It's, there's going to be highs and lows and that's OK. And of course, because of your professional background, you can see that and understand that and reflect on that. And I've always been really impressed by your self-reflexivity and your your ability to kind of process what is going on. But that doesn't necessarily make it any easier, right? <laughs> I'm just aware of everything that's going on. <laughs> um, so, 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 thank you for that, and thank you for that kind of reminder of of that, and and that you're right in it now. You're right in this messy middle. Which is which is a a big challenge in itself, where the, where the pace kind of changes and you're kind of diving deep into your material. So I've just finished my data collection. Yeah. Um, so I've carried out my interviews. Um, so that was a really exciting and really nourishing and reminded me why I'm doing this. Yes. Um, yes. And yes, yeah, so I'm starting um, to analyse that data now and really getting doing the deep sort of yeah. dive into it. Yeah, well, hold and on, think, hold on to those people because that that sense of this is this is the work that I'm doing. These are the people I'm connecting with. That can be just a real powerful motivator, can't it? Definitely. Yeah, and I think sort of one of, another thing that I wanted to kind of say to everyone who's sort of going through this process um, is that it's okay um, to take a break because I had an interruption of, of a few months last summer. Um, and my supervisors are amazing and I know that's not the case with everybody's Um, and I yeah and they recognized that I needed to just step off just for a little bit Um, and at the time I didn't I didn't like hearing that um, because I'm no no I can do it I'm you know but actually it it was really really helpful Um, and I'm glad that I did it Um, this is so useful this is so useful in fact I was just having a conversation with someone this morning when I was saying about because they're thinking you know they're going to do a little interruption and I was saying I think everybody should have I always would encourage my um supervisees because this sense of I think you can get really caught up in the in the busy work of the PhD and you're in the PhD and actually that's exhausting first of all and then there's all sorts of other things going on and actually being able to take to step back from a little while and to be able to look you know at the phd so it it can really be revolutionary and and i know for you come back with a great energy just come back because taking an interruption does not mean you're stopping and in fact you should sort of leave it on a bit of a cliffhanger i'm you know i'm coming back i'm coming back to this i'm just going to have some time to recharge my batteries i love yeah. it and I, and i think people often feel like it's a failure whereas actually this is an incredible 
thing gift to give to yourself I think an interruption yeah, yeah definitely and then and, and yeah and there was that feeling of shame and failure yes. like I wasn't good enough like I couldn't yes. do it Yes. And actually it was the complete opposite yes. because I was able to rest and recharge and not feel guilty about it. Yes. And then when I came back in the September last year, that's when I did your um, 12 week sprint. Yes. Um, and that, that program, oh my word. Um, <laughs> that That's, that's when, that's what set me up to be able to plan and carry out my interviews. So it was during that time, um, with that refreshed energy and the you know the the structure and the support of that 12 week sprint yeah. program um and the accountability of others on it as well yes 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 they've just started it off again we're in we're in week one of the sprint again i just love it it's magic really the things that are happening already i'm so excited we're only in week one um so so <laughs> thank you for that and it, would, it was a joy to work with you what a gorgeous group of people as well wasn't it and just seeing yeah. the changes that happened for me are amazing amazing right but here we so here we are here we are at the at the hundredth episode <laughs> um and um and you have graciously agreed to share kind of how you how you found it how you've been using it what you know what 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 it's doing um because I think that I I set off to do this podcast um because I'd been doing some work in this area as you know I've got this background in therapy and the background um as as a as an academic and I was just really conscious about kind of mental health and um particular challenges for PhD researchers and I've been doing some workshops and that was brilliant uh, but I, I was like well, can, I can only reach a few people with that and also I was very aware that the there were lots of people who weren't coming to the workshops, even if they were able to, they couldn't come. And I was like, how do I reach those people too? Because I, there's lots of people who are really suffering in silence. And actually that's, that's not what we want for them. We want to enjoy the PhD process. So that's why, I, and then of course, lockdown and everything. So that's why I, I set off, but it was, it was just to kind of, just to share that information. And little did I know that it would become a become a thing which I am uh, partly I'm absolutely delighted about but partly uh, it, it does grieve me that it's there's so many people kind of like I really need this but it's great that it's there and and one day it won't be necessarily anymore because we're going to change the academic culture right it's revolution <laughs> <laughs> so so that was my sort of intention setting off but so tell me how you've how how has it been for you um yeah I, I came across it and I was, I can't remember exactly how, but I think I was searching for help and around sort of doing a doctorate, not the the academic kind of um, that side of it, because that was handled by the university. Yes, yes. And then working in a different university means that I've also got access to that kind of thing. Yes, yes. And it was the, it was the other stuff that's not the academic focus that I kind of wanted wanted to kind of connect with something else um, and, and other people who, yeah, who I could get sort of advice and tips and, and reassurance from yes. um, that I wasn't on my own, um, yes. you know, just meeting my supervisors once a month and, you know, doing the, the day-to-day everything that needs doing. Um, and, and I loved um, the fact that it was a life raft Right. Um, because I felt I felt like I was kind of in this sea and it's like, yes, the yellow kind of um <laughs> yes, it's a beacon, I'm coming on. Right. What's this <laughs> Get on board. Come on, people. <laughs> I'm Come coming. On, people. And 
And the life raft is just getting bigger and bigger, isn't it? <laughs> of the number of people who were sort of really, yeah, helped and touched and by all all what you are doing um, and what we're doing as a community. Yes, yes. Um, it. It so yes, yeah, so I started. Yeah, mm. which is that sense of yes, it absolutely is a community now, and this is I I love that so much that there's there's all sorts of things going on. I know that there's writing groups that have come out of it and people you know people who've met other people through it it just it's it's gorgeous really gorgeous so so yeah so we sent a big welcome on board the life raft come on um so what (laughs) what have you what have you found here what what's I think um what (laughs) what I started doing was listening to the podcasts um and and then it and just really connecting with what different people were saying so it was like little bits that you know because you've got different people who come on and talk about different things from different perspectives and a different focus as well and it's like I could oh yeah I identify with that oh no yes, 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 yes. that um and then what I ended up doing was making um a, a life raft podcast bingo sheet <laughs> genius genius so what tell I did the, is, tell us about your bingo card. <laughs> I've got a, got a digital planner in my, on my iPad. Um, so I'd screenshotted each of the episodes, like you know, from sort of the playlist. Um, so each of them is like its own little thing. And then when I've listened to one, I like highlight it, you know, like you do when you're playing bingo. And it just kind of rather than listening to them in chronological order or whatever the you know Apple podcast decides is going to be the next one, however it works. Um, and it was just a real, um, yeah, a real fun way of connecting with, you know, the different episodes, but also a, an accountability for me as well. Right, um, right. So that I was making it a regular habit. Um, and I think one of the things that's really helpful with that is my journey to work is about 45 minutes. Um, so, and it's through countryside. It's a nice journey. Um, and I do like to have something on. Um, to listen to um so on my way to work I listen to um a life raft podcast sometimes usually I get to two um and then on the way home I listen to something more like a radio drama type thing so it's like I'm yeah coming into this energy and this you know empowerment sort of coming into the day feeling that real um rush of energy and, and connection um and then, you know, the, the sort of coming home from work is more of a transition back to home. I love that. I love that we're, we're paired up with radio drama. That's, that's, that works for me. <laughs> that works for me. And I think what you touched on there and what I have been truly, I say this, this project has just been so amazing because the guests that have come on have been truly beautiful. I have met, met the most amazing people, generous spirited. You know, people like you giving up your time. You're a very busy person, giving up your time to to encourage others and to to um think about other people on this journey. And that's what I wanted for the podcast in terms of people sort of being able to drop in on conversations and hear from other people. Um, and especially people like you who are working away from your institution, you don't get to just go to the coffee room and sit down and and join in a conversation. So this is a way of kind of having that community and conversation that you can just just drop into. And I I, I love that you felt that and you felt the community because because it 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 certainly really moved me in terms of the way in which people have shared their journey and the challenges 
um, as well as the the amazing stuff that they've discovered as well. Yeah, definitely. And I think the other thing, or one of the other things that it's really helped me with is to, it's almost like we're sort of breaking down the hierarchy of people who have done a doctorate and are in sort of, you know, high academic positions because actually we're all human beings and we all, you know, we've got shared sort of experiences and things that we can teach each other. So I've really felt, um, yeah, like I've not, I'm not sort of putting people on a pedestal as much. I don't feel not good enough as much. Um, yeah. So I love it. Just to, yeah. <laughs> I love that you've, I love you've caught me out as well, because this is, this is a bit of a kind of social engineering project as well in that there are some people who can ring up their mum and dad and go, how do you do a PhD? How do you write a chapter? That's not my story. And that's not a lot of people's story. And actually, again, it's like dropping into those conversations where you you're, you have access to those people. You have access to that story. You have access to that information. That's really, really important to me and a really important part of this project, that, that, that this sense of you, you absolutely belong here. Here's the conversations. Welcome, welcome to it. Uh, welcome to the table. That's uh, I feel myself getting emotional as I say because because that really is really important to me, and I love that you have that sense of uh, you you got that sense of it because um, that that's that's the job done. Then that's the job done, and I, I, it's been important to me to have a diversity of voices, um, and that we we celebrate all the different routes through. And I love I love that so many of the guests say. Well, it's not been a traditional kind of journey. It's just like, <laughs> yes, yes, because they, they, there's there's a whole range, as they say, there's a whole many, many paths up the mountain. And I, I feel like this project also hopefully has celebrated that, that, that everybody's on their own journey. Um, and there will be others who who recognize that and can support you in in the way that you're going. Yeah, sorry, that was a bit of a rant, wasn't it? But I do I feel so <laughs> in, in, it, that it's really important that people things don't happen behind closed doors that actually people are able to access those conversations yeah definitely and feel part of them and feel an equal yeah. part in them yeah. as well definitely yeah, so yeah. yeah like this big sort of huge farmhouse family table rather than like uh you know somebody sort of sat up on the stage somewhere um yeah yeah i love it it's really I cool love it. i love it um we're here of time. As we started, we said, we, I said, look, the two of us, we could chat for England. Um, and uh, if not, indeed, the world. Um, <laughs> so we, um, we, we've already, we're already kind of coming to a close. I just wondered if there's anything else that you'd wanted to say about um, the podcast or your journey or. Um, yeah, I think so there's a couple of things I definitely wanted to kind of share. Um, and I've covered some of them already. Um, and I think, yes, the, what kind of is inside of me that I'm really working on and continuing to work on is the sort of not feeling good enough. Mm. Um, mm. And one of the things that, that the podcast and some of the, you know, other things that, that I've been involved, um, that, that, you know, like you said, the project sort of puts on is, yeah, it, it's helped me and I'm feeling emotion actually. And I've got goosebumps and I kind of, um, I really do feel like I can do this, not because I'm clever, because that's got me through life, um, but because I'm not on my own. Um, and it feels like a big sort of warm hug of support and encouragement. Um, 
yeah, that's what it that's what it feels like. That's what it's felt like. Um, and it's something that I don't need to be involved in every time you do something, or I'm not, you know, listening to something or engaging with something every day. And it is, yeah, it's like home. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, Flirt, you you so can do this and you so are good. You you are truly awesome. And I, I think this sense of for everyone really, this sense of the success is inevitable. You will be able to do this. You will be able to do this. Um, and you've got the, these incredible resources around you and this absolutely a hug absolutely cheering you on absolutely there I I really believe it and I believe that well I believe people are called into their PhD work I really do and I believe that 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 there's that calling for 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 many different reasons and that that means that this is this is the work this is the work for you to do and you'll be able to do it and for some people, that means being called into the work and then they go some for us. Some people choose to step out of a PhD project. So it's not that you will finish it. That's not what I'm saying. But this sense of kind of that that you have the resources to kind of follow your path. Absolutely. And um, and you you are well on your way for your for your doctorate. Absolutely. It's not going to be long. Maybe we'll in, a, in a few podcast episodes time, we'll be welcoming Dr. Farish Edwards. That's I'm very much looking forward to that. Very, very much looking forward to it. Oh, um you. right. Well, so we really do, we really do need to 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 um close now. So I I know you have a top tip. So um so what what would you like to share with us? Um <clears throat> something about saying yes and saying no mm. to to things, to opportunities, to being asked to do something. Um the when I, I want to say no to something because I feel like I'm not good enough or I'm nervous or I'm anxious about it or um, I'm not confident in my ability or capacity to do it within myself. Mm. They're the things that I really say yes to. Um, and sometimes putting one foot in front of the other and, and you know, putting my perfume on and just sort of showing up that's what gives me the confidence to do it and that's what chips away more at the feeling of not good enough because I can do it and I do do it Mm. so I think saying yes to opportunities even when I feel like I'm not good enough to do them Um, and then each time I feel stronger and like I said more confident and that's how I get more confident and more belief in myself Um, and then the other thing is the saying no as well because I'm a people pleaser and I want to say yes to everything that anybody asks me to do. Mm. Um, and, and I learned the hard way that I can't do everything. Um, so having me having the strength to say no, um, and because I'm in charge and in control of my boundaries, I know what I've got capacity for, physical capacity. Yes, yes. And actually people have respected me when I've said, no, I can't. Yes. Um, rather yes. than me feeling that they're going to look down on me or sort of be critical. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. Boundaries and confidence. That's just <laughs> brilliant. That's just brilliant. And I think the thing is, because you do have such a range of abilities that kind of kind of that 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 actually is so important for you for you and your own energy, because you could end up giving it all away and, and not having anything left for your for yourself. 
Oh, thank you so much. There was there were so many topics we could have talked about because you are so skilled in 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 so many areas. Um, and I, I kind of I, I'm really this is testament to you in terms of your generosity to say, can we talk about the podcast rather than to talk about what you know you in particular? And I re- thank you so much. Thank you for being such a brilliant member of the Life Raft community. You are just awesome and have helped so many others along the way. Um, and yeah, thank you. I, I just wish you all the best into the messy middle and beyond. <laughs> thank you so much, Emma, for everything that you do and everything that you say and the encouragement, unwavering encouragement. Yeah, thank you. It, it is truly, truly an honor. I, 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 this, I have to pinch myself that I, I get to do this, right? Be with these amazing, smart people and, um, and get to cheer them on. What, what an amazing, what an amazing job. Um, so thank you so much for being here, Fleur. Thank you so much for your time. And thank you all for listening. Mm-hmm.